You're listening to Selfish. This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here's your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Allie Hembree-Martin. Since the day I met Dr. Brooke Smith, I was impressed. She has a way of explaining things that we do as entrepreneurs that we get into our heads and we just it keeps us from achieving our goals. Primarily, she focuses on confidence. So when I asked her to talk about this on the podcast, we agreed there's a direct correlation between confidence and increasing your sales, and it's important to discuss. So keep listening to find out what you can do to improve your confidence and your sales. Brooke, I am so excited you are here talking with me today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Allie. I am so excited. Okay, let's jump right in then. So first, tell us about Brooke. I am a business operations consultant and mind-body expert, and I help established coaches and consultants build program facilitation and sales teams that they can rely on so that they can create more time for themselves while growing their business and continuing to serve their clients at the highest level. Okay. So just jump right in and tell us like how you actually do that. Like what does the process look like um, to work on those types of areas? It always starts with a review of the client's existing material. So their curriculum, their signature program, their recorded coaching calls, Because from the outside looking in, I'm able to get a really good sense of the modalities that they're using, the the situations that arise over and over again, and pull out the things that can be standardized. And I think a lot of the value I provide is actually just as an external observer, because my clients are so deep in it, they're so in the work that they don't see the larger patterns and processes and frameworks and systems that could be extracted from it. And then from there, we can look at what are the essential skills and experience that are needed in order to delegate some of those core functions within their program. And then we can also cross-train those people to sell the signature program. So all of these, these roles that the client has been doing themselves for so long because they feel like it's not possible to delegate. It's not possible that anyone can do it as well as they can. We're able to create systems so that people actually can do it as well as they can. So what do you find to be the biggest mistakes or the biggest things that are overlooked when you're doing those audits and and looking over those processes? One of the biggest ones I see is There's this fear of letting go, uh, which is huge because that becomes the really the biggest inhibitor of growth. Um, And it's really, it's the ego. And this is where the mind-body work comes in so much because we all want to be special. We all want to believe we're special and we are all special. But our belief that we're special holds us back in so many ways because it prevents us from getting the help that we really need in order to grow. So. I think that's that across the board, the biggest mistake 
across so many clients at all levels and stages of business um, is just believing that that we are the only ones who can do something. And kind of the flip side of that is um, really wanting to get to the heart of confidence. So maybe there's some people out there that have a little bit too much confidence um, or or I, maybe it's not too much confidence, but just maybe that idea that it can't be taught or automated to somebody else. But with confidence, you know, where do you feel like that falls with the clients that you've worked with? You know, what aspect does that play into their business? Yeah, so there's there's three levels of confidence that I see. And this really applies in all areas of life, not just business. So the first is confidence in your mind and body. And that's really being fully present, mind and body working together as a team, not wasting energy, trying to inflict the will of the mind onto the body, and being able to be present in the body to process emotions so that there's not a ton of wasted energy resisting. The second level of confidence is really self-trust. And that's being able to show up consistently. So my experienced and higher level clients have mostly already mastered this first and second stage of confidence because they've already worked through a lot of the emotional stuff that comes up with starting a business. And they've already been showing up consistently, even when it's hard, even when it's tired, even when they don't want to. But that third level of confidence is the scary one because the third level of confidence is releasing fear of uncertainty. It's that assurance and really deep rooted knowing that you're going to be okay no matter what happens. And I think that's the level that eludes so many people because that third level of confidence, there's a letting go. It's letting go of attachment to the outcome. It's knowing that there's inherent risk in everything we do and having the confidence to know that we're going to land on our feet. We're going to be okay. Whatever it is that happens, we're going to be able to handle it. So what do we do if we are lacking in one of those areas? Like how do we build our confidence? Always from the from the ground up. So I often, I go back to this first layer, this mind-body presence daily. It's It's a daily embodiment practice for me. And the reason I always say to start from the ground up is that it's the foundation for everything. You know, the that skill that we master when we practice just being present, being present with the sensations of the body, being present with what is, that's what enables us to break through the second layer, to be able to keep showing up even when it's hard. And having the self-trust that we know we're going to keep showing up even when it's hard is also what then enables us to know that we're going to be okay, even when we can't control the outcome. You know, I think the, the fear comes from that fear that prevents people from really sitting at the third level is it's always future-based or elsewhere-based. Um, it's completely created in the mind because in this moment, everything is fine. And knowing that you can always return to the present moment and that that's an option that's always available to you makes the uncertainty a lot less scary. So what is something we could do today 
to kind of work past that scary, you know, work towards uh, making this more of a everyday routine. It's a every day do one scary thing, something that you've been putting off. I love that. And it can be a little thing like telling someone how you feel. It can be saying something controversial that you know in your heart, but have been afraid to say because you're afraid of how people will react. Or it can be a big risk, a big step like hiring someone, delegating, letting go of control, taking your hands off the the steering wheel of your business for a little while. But every time you take a risk and you don't die, your brain gets a little bit more acclimated to managing risk. A little more brave. Exactly. So talk to us about how confidence plays into achieving our our sales goals, our uh, revenue goals that we're setting with our business. I mean, I, I know a lot of other female entrepreneurs out there are really looking at kind of what they can achieve over the next year. And, you know, they're doubling their numbers. They are putting some scary goals out there. What can they do to make sure that confidence plays into that and that they can really achieve those goals? Yeah. So at the first level of confidence, and I should say that all three of these really apply to everyone, Um, but it's make sure that you're feeling into your body, managing your energy, managing your presence, managing the way that you show up. Because the energy that you show up with on a sales call, on social media, in conversation with strangers, that energy is a huge part of what's going to attract people or repel people. And making sure that you're showing up in an energy that feels good to you is one of the most important things to do for your sales and your business growth. Number two is to know, and this gets back to self-trust, but it's knowing that you are excited to deliver the thing that you're selling. Um, We often get in our own way with sales where unintentionally or subconsciously, we don't really wanna deliver the thing that we're selling. Maybe you already have a lot of clients, and although you want the income from a few more clients, you're also quietly concerned that if you book any more clients, you're not going to have time to do it all, or the quality of your work will suffer. And when you have those fears, it's going to impact your ability to sell. So start putting the systems and processes and plans in place ahead of time so that you know that when you do break through that next level of income, you're going to have the operations, the back-end functions available to support that increase in capacity. And the third thing is to not be attached to the outcome. And this comes from that, you know, knowing that you're going to be okay no matter what happens. Because attachment to the outcome, it changes the energy, it creates pressure, it completely reshapes the sales conversation. And when you can go into every sales conversation knowing that you don't really need it, then you're able to truly serve the client. You're able to decide if that client is a great fit for you and for your business. And you're able to support and coach the client through all of the feelings that come up for them while they're working towards a decision. And why do you feel like we struggle with this? Like why is confidence so hard for us to 
get over? So many reasons. I think a huge (laughs) part of it is that, you know, there's so much pressure on women to be perfect. Um, We Mm -hmm. really grow up fearing failure, fearing not doing something right, feeling, fearing ridicule and judgment and rejection. And to break through to that ultimate confidence of knowing that uncertainty is fine means that you have to be willing to face all of those things. You have to be okay with failure and rejection and judgment and people being upset and people being angry and people noticing all of our flaws. I think what's sticking with me is, you know, what you said of uncertainty is fine. I think not only, you know, are we planners, but we kind of find joy in almost predicting the future and saying, I'm going to do A, B, and C, and then D, E, and F are going to happen. And when that happens, we kind of reward ourselves mentally and say, see, I was able to predict that and that happened that way. So then as soon as that uncertainty does happen, I think we feel like we're failing at at predicting the future or, uh, you know, things aren't happening the way we thought they would. And so we're failing at something. And so I feel like that it's kind of like a double negative because as soon as that happens, then your confidence crashes and then you start to question, am I even good at what I'm doing? And it just, it goes into just like a snowball effect. Do you see that happening? All the time. And what I think is what really resonated with me about what you just said, Allie, is as humans, we have this intense desire to know the future. I mean, that's a huge, we read the news, we read analysis of sporting events that haven't happened yet mm. because we want to know what's going to happen before it does. Gosh, that's so true. Yeah, we spend a, yeah, we spend a huge amount of time and energy trying to predict the future. And then we get really caught up in which predictions were right, which predictions were wrong, why were some right and some were wrong, what's happening, how do we make sense of all this? When really uncertainty is fine. And if we can start to get comfortable with the fact that we may not know what's going to happen, then that's really when those barriers start to break down. Yes, because when we stop worrying about what's going to happen, we can focus all that energy on continuing to show up in the best way that we want to. Mm. I love that. Okay, Brooke, switching gears a little bit to you personally, who inspires you other than a family member? I just want to hear more about um, kind of the, that guiding light that you look at whenever you are operating your business. I am a huge fan of Brene Brown. Yes. Um, I remember when I first saw her TED Talk on vulnerability, I was in my yoga teacher training many years ago, and it was mind-blowing to me. I was, it was very early in my personal development journey. And I was just floored by the idea that, that vulnerability was, was a gift and that it wasn't putting a burden on someone. It was actually this act of trust that, that helped to deepen a relationship so she's someone that you, you know, have continued to kind of model 
um, how you operate then after, you know, really seeing her come to light. Definitely. I just, I love, even from a business standpoint, I love the way that she has, that her work is based on solid research, but then the way that she has grown it into this thriving business and culture and community that's so much bigger than she is. Yeah. Yeah. She is very powerful. Love her. I think you know that with the show Selfish, we are breaking down the stigma that self-care is selfish. So when I ask you, how are you selfish? I obviously mean it in a positive connotation. So Brooke, how are you selfish? I am incredibly selfish with my time and energy. I'm, I'm so, I'm going to use the word selfish again, but I'm so selfish about where my time and energy goes because I view those as really two assets that are limited. Um, I can always make more money, but I only have so much time and energy every day. And I really want to focus it on things that either, you know, nurture and care for me or develop and expand my mind or grow my business or contribute to causes that I'm passionate about. And I really have no guilt or hesitation around saying no to anything that doesn't excite me. Is there anything you wish you could be doing more? I'd love to be amplifying my voice and my message more. I've seen so many of the same things through my, you know, even my early coaching clients with whom I was mostly working on body image. And then in corporate America, and then in established entrepreneurs, I've seen so many of the same common threads with just sinking energy into trying to control things. And the more I see it in different places, the more I realize that this is just a message that everyone needs to hear because we're, we're taught that control is virtuous like, you know, self-control, controlling our surroundings, controlling everything. And this idea that control is something that we should be pursuing and putting on a pedestal, I think is so damaging and destructive because it really distracts from all of the work that we could be doing if instead of trying to control everything, we focused our, our energy on the things that we can actually influence and the things that we prioritize. Well, and you certainly are a, a model of, you know, really wanting to share that message and, and really getting that out there. So I applaud you for that and know that you will continue to, to share that. Thank you. Okay. So finally, what is next for Brooke? Uh, well, see, personally, I am training for a 100K trail race that I'm really excited for in 2021. I love trail running and it is probably one of my most selfish hobbies because it takes a lot of time. And when I'm out running, I you know don't look at my phone. I don't respond to people. It's just time with myself. So I'm very much looking forward to, to running that 100K in August. And for my business, I have a lot of exciting things coming in the next few months. I'll continue to work with my 
with my high level clients. Um, but I also have a couple of other offers that will be that will be uh, coming out mm. um, to serve to serve a broader audience. Okay, so we'll have to keep our eye on what those offers are coming from Dr. Brooke Smith. Well. Thank you so much for talking with us today. And I hope that the message of you know, really working on your confidence um, can be a game changer for you personally and for your business. So um, Dr. Brooke Smith, thank you so much for talking with me today. Allie, thank you so much for having me. It was truly a pleasure. Like what you just heard? Visit us at SelfishThePodcast.com. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes today.